Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Welcome to OEM Industry Update, a weekly podcast examining the latest news and technology trends impacting product development teams in the heavy-duty on- and off-highway equipment industries. I'm Sarah Jensen, editor of OEM Off-Highway, and in this week's episode, I'll be speaking with Jonathan Geifman, CEO and co-founder of DESI, about deep learning technology and how it could help developers to overcome the current challenges caused by the microchip shortage. Let's take a listen now. So just to sort of start the conversation, how are you seeing the chip shortage impact companies and how, if, if at all, are companies adapting to this shortage if they're able to? So, so this is a very good question because um, we, we feel the chip shortage, especially in the AI space. Um, and I don't believe there is kind of a short-term things to do uh, at the moment. But I think that in the long term, we will need to think a little bit differently about how we design, uh, how we train uh, AI models, how we build them, how uh, we productize them in order to, to kind of make them working with, with, with the existing hardware and not building on top of expanding the amount of hardware that we will have and, and things like that. So I think that many products will have to face with kind of freeze in the involvement of the hardware that they are having in the future versions and will kind of need to add more and more applications and and compute capabilities to the existing uh, uh, design, hardware design or, or architecture design. And this will not kind of require new thinking about how we build algorithms, how efficient our algorithms when we want to run them on, on edge devices, for example. Uh, and, and this is kind of in the short, in the long term. So, so now we need to think about the next generation of applications and how we build them in a world when we can see the, the, the same amount of compute or, or something like that, or the same architectures for the devices that we're using at the moment, because uh, this is kind of the reality that we'll see in two, three or five years. Uh, so, so we need to adapt from a software development perspective to understand that this is kind of the world that we're living in for the coming few years and and, and things differently in this software space. Mm -hmm. Okay. So how could companies or um, people in the software space adapt or think differently to help overcome this? I think that for example, we feel the, the kind of the chip shortage or or the, 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 the complexity of getting the, the, the amount of hardware infrastructure that we're looking for, for for building AI models at the moment. Uh, so we need to adapt in order to, to prioritize what, what to do uh, before, what to do later. Uh, we feel that kind of a, a long waiting list to, to, to order some types of, of devices uh, that, that we need here uh, for, for the development of our products and technology. Uh, so kind of uh, uh, software 
and development managers will have to choose how to prioritize their efforts uh, based on the existing capabilities and, and, and devices that they have at the moment. Uh, and this is kind of a new way to think about infrastructure. I think that we will need also to adapt in what hardware we want to do what hardware we want to do the, the computation and what hardware can we do that? So for example, if we used to, do, to, to have some types of chips, but now they're not available, maybe we should consider working with some lower end capabilities that we have at the moment. Mm. Maybe they are not adapted for the type of computer that we are trying to, to achieve, but we'll need to find a way to, to adapt those, those computer, to computations to, to the type of hardware that is available of, at the moment. So, so this is kind of the adaptation that we need to, to, to do, kind of prioritize and how can we use existing infrastructure in order to do what we, we are planning to do in the future. That's what we feel as, as a software company as well. And also how we guide our customers in order to, to, to kind of rethink about their, their new algorithms based on the infrastructure that they have. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what role could um, a company like Desi and or its technology play in helping companies overcome the chip shortage or think differently about how they go about things? That's a good question. We, we so, so maybe we'll start with a short intro about what mm-hmm. Desi is doing. Um, Desi is a, a AI development and optimization platform. So we help companies build, optimize, and deploy deep learning technology, which is mainly involved in uh, uh, computer vision, NLP, and audio processing in order mm-hmm. to, to, to get better models and get them faster to production. Uh, so we are helping uh, R&D organizations in the development of that technology uh, with our tools and platform. Uh, so this is kind of what this is value proposition. And when we seeing customers that are kind of thinking in the early days of development to, to, to the cloud, I think one of the things that they, are, they understand that they will have to support multi hardware platforms when we, we are talking about compute, compute at the edge. So mm-hmm. it's, it's not like they will have uh, the same platform or the same hardware in all the, the devices that they will they are going to 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 deploy uh, and they have to think about software design and algo design that is multi-hardware uh, dependent mm-hmm. uh, and this is one thing that they have to think about how can they optimize their, their algorithms for different types of hardware because they won't have kind of one single chip that their algorithms are going to run on Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the shortage, they will kind of need to collect multiple types of chips and, and have multiple versions and kind of meet the demand that they will see by playing with several hardware manufacturers and OEMs in order, in order to get to, to the point mm-hmm. and of, the, of the demand that they will see. And second thing is how can we, we use less hardware in order to run the application that we are looking to run. Uh, so when talking about AI, there, there's huge... Uh, computational requirements for running AI inference, the production side of AI algorithms, especially when running at the edge. Uh, and usually they, they used to think about having a, a accelerator, AI accelerator hardware at the edge to do this pro- pro- uh, process and, and computation. Mm. But now they not kind of need to think about maybe in some applications, then they can use the, 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 the CPU, the, the central compute of the device uh, 
let it be ARM-based or, or x86, in order to do the computation of the AI and how can they avoid using an accelerator on some of the application and get to the standard compute in order to run the application that they're looking to, to run uh, and how this will change the, their uh, development uh, in order to build uh, algorithms that can run on standard compute. So this is kind of one of the things that we are seeing from companies that asking, okay, we want to run this on CPU. We don't want to have four GPUs for every hospital that we are deploying this uh, healthcare edge AI application. And we kind of help them how to work with the existing computer of the hospital or, or with some available computer of CPUs or, or something like that. So, so, mm -hmm. so this is kind of how to think about hardware shortage or chip shortage from algorithmic perspective. And this is how DESI helping companies kind of reducing the computational complexity, the computational requirements of AI algorithms in the development cycle in order to, to get to production with less computational requirements. Mm -hmm. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And so um, maybe what kinds of customers or companies could benefit from utilizing um, DESI's technology or what types of applications is it maybe commonly used for? So at the moment, we are mostly focused on computer vision at the edge. Uh, mm -hmm. So it has several business uh, and verticals that, that are using this technology. It could be autonomous vehicles that, that are mm -hmm. using uh, image processing and computer vision in order to drive the, 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 the vehicle. Mm -hmm. It could be smart cities applications that are mostly based on, on computer vision algorithms that are, are running over security cameras. It could be security applications for home and offices. Uh, it could be uh, healthcare applications for computer vision algorithms that scan medical diagnosis uh, applications and uh, medical imaging uh, and kind of come with a doctor support and uh, decision making. Um, and we see many, many types of applications. Also some mobile applications that involve AI for image editing, uh, uh, document processing and stuff like this. Uh, and deep learning is kind of all over, especially when talking about edge deployment, we are seeing it around us all the time. We, we, we don't know all the time that deep learning is run, running yeah. around us, but right. I guess that in my iPhone, something like half of the applications have some AI algorithms in it, or mm -hmm. at the moment in the cloud that in the future will be kind of moved to the edge to run on the device. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so how do you guys maybe foresee deep learning technology um, like that that you utilize or offer um, will continue to evolve in the coming years and how might it continue to help industries or developers as they're working on things? I, I think that at the moment we kind of start to understand what deep learning can do for computer vision. This mm -hmm. is kind of the breakthrough of deep learning for computer vision I have done in 2012. And now almost 10 years after 
we start to understand the potential. Uh, we mm-hmm. see some applications, the early adopters using it for healthcare, for security, for smart city, for, for many, many, for retail, for many, many applications. Mm-hmm. Um, we, at the very beginning of understanding what we can do with NLP and audio processing since the breakthrough on using deep learning for that application happened a few years after that, like 2016 or 2018 mm-hmm. with the transformers model. So we kind of see the, the, the tip of the iceberg in how to, 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 to use deep learning for, for those applications. The early adopters kind of building some applications involving NL, strong NLP capabilities. And we kind of saw first evidence with GPT-3 and its application for Copilot by GitHub and Microsoft. Uh, for, for, for example, uh, uh, coding <laughs> based on AI, AI models mm-hmm. that write code. Uh, so... This is kind of what I'm saying that only in the few months we, we saw uh, in the last few months we saw some new amazing applications for NLP and it's going to, to, to continue like that in the, in the coming years. And I think that if we start to understand what we can do in computer vision NLP, we don't even even close to understand what we can do in the voice and audio domain and in the structured data domain, which is currently quite controlled by the classical machine learning algorithms but we see in academia summarizing of deep learning algorithms that comes to solve the tabular data and structured data uh, and prediction models uh, for, 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 for various business applications and not only business but uh, those types of applications are just starting to appear on, on deep learning basis mm-hmm. so this is kind of the the, the, the short term. about how we'll see what we understand now, kind of the supervised machine learning of doing the inference, doing kind of the, 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 the first level of prediction uh, based on computer uh, on deep learning that kind of uh, trained with a supervised approach. Uh, I think that the, the, the longer vision is, is much more smarter applications, that it's not like, okay, uh, I can... do prediction based on past events, but also mm-hmm. kind of having uh, uh, system two uh, mechanisms, if we refer to, to Kahneman's uh, 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 book about uh, system one and system two in the brain. And this is something Joshua Benjo uh, is currently talking about in some lecture he had uh, in the last two years. Uh, so, so this is kind of where I believe will be the major ba- breakthrough in kind of having real intelligence And not only kind of imitation of the training data that, that we saw uh, in a supervised uh, machine learning uh, fashion. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today and provide your insights into um, how to maybe overcome the chip shortage and more into deep learning uh, technology. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of OEM Industry Update. Thank you again to Yonatan for providing his insights into deep learning technology and how it can benefit a variety of industries. And be sure to tune in each week for another episode to stay up to date on our ever-changing industry. Thank you.